Hello and welcome to Arise and Shine Stories of Triumph podcast, co-hosted by Tanya Blackwood and Benicia Wyatt. This podcast offers a platform for everyday heroes to share their incredible stories of victory over circumstance. Do you consider laying down when things get tough and life just hands you a raw deal? What about when your own bad decisions causes pain to the people that you love the most? What is it on the inside of you that causes you to rise up and shine? Let's talk about that. Join us for life-changing discussions and true stories that will make a lasting impact on how you look at the person next to you forever. Let's have some real talk about the God moments that really shape our lives. Welcome to Arise and Shine, Stories of Triumph. Yeah, I think we're live. All right. We're, we're on. We're back. We're back. Your own people look for that every week. They're like, we're back. We're back. We're back. Yes. Yes. And um, we're excited because we have power couple Number three in the house. Number three. I said yeah. one for the son, father, and the Holy Ghost. Oh, girl. <laughs> she got it all covered. She is showing up. And I think we're going to make a grand entrance on Instagram and yes. um, also tech-wise tonight, you guys are going to get some behind-the-scenes stuff. I'm just telling you right now. Okay? But um, we are honored. honored. Really honored and blessed to have you both in here. Um, because being a power couple for us, some people think about it as, oh, you know, the moguls, right? Mm-hmm. But for us, it's powered by Christ, yes. you know, and that he is an intrinsic piece of what you do mm-hmm. on a day-to-day. He's the reason for your season. Right. And um, we know that we're like-minded that way, and you guys are making it happen. So... Um, we wanted you to introduce yourself and um, and talk about, you know, your organization, HOPE. Okay. And I want you to share that acronym because I yeah. love it. And <laughs> Benicia and I can speak to the funnel cakes because they were amazing. <laughs> Listen, I am a funnel cake connoisseur. And I can tell you that this is the best funnel cake I have ever had, so you're going to have to check her out for sure. Yes. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we bring to you Avery yes. and Nada. Nada. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Nada. <laughs> Fawcett. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about welcome. Right? <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Speak it. It's our podcast. That's all right. Speak it. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell us who you are. Okay, so um, my name is uh, Avery Fawcett again. Um, I have a nonprofit organization called Hope for Humanity. Uh, the Hope stands for helping out people everywhere. Mm. Um, I started a nonprofit back in 2014. Okay. Um, I had two friends that were actually killed here in Charlotte. Wow. Um, two childhood uh, friends that I knew. Um, so I knew right then and there that I had to, you know, start something. I came home from school. I was actually at one seven state at the time. I came home from school was actually actually after I graduated. But I came home, I was still living in Winston, and my brother told me, like, you know, such and such passed away. And I'm wow. Like, man, that's crazy. And um I'm like, man, the first thing that came to mind was like they have bright futures. Yeah. Right. So that was the that was the original name of the nonprofit, Bright Futures. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. So, I thought I saw something. Yeah, okay. yeah. So that was the original name of it, but I did all the, the research and stuff like that and Bright Futures was taken. Mm. But um, another reason why I started is because uh, I played college football. So mm-hmm. when I okay. played, I got kicked off of my football team because mm. of drugs and alcohol. Oh. So I was like, okay, so I got these two young men that passed away. I got kicked off my football team in 2008. Mm. I said, you know what, I got to do something to where the young men don't make the same mistakes that I made, where you can have something in your hand, you can have all your dreams and everything and just lose it yeah. from some mistakes that you made. It only takes one. It only takes one. And then... You know, like I said, these young men lost their lives. So I'm mm. like, I got to do something. Yeah. yeah. So the kids can stay out the street as well. So that, that's how Hope for Humanity came along. That's good because um, it's one thing to say that. Yeah. But, you know, it's another thing to get it started and make it happen. Right. You know, the follow through. Yeah. Because yes, people can talk, 
-hmm. Talk is cheap, that's right? right? That's right. So that's awesome. Yeah. What about you, fellow queen? <laughs> hey, Talk everyone. I'm not a faucet. <laughs> and um, Final Vision, Final Case is the name of our for profit. Me and my husband have um, started a for profit. I've been in business, I would say, about a year and a half now. Okay. At first, it was just a part time kind of let me see what I can do on the weekend yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of scared to leave my corporate job because mm -hmm. I was promised, you know, that check and it just was looking great at yeah. the time and then yeah. the funnel case was just extra. But I knew eventually I wanted to go off and do funnel vision um, full time. So I was kind of like back and forth on the fence and then I got laid off like two weeks before our wedding. Yes. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, wedding was paid for and everything, so thank God for that. Yeah. But it was an opportunity for me and my husband to kind of come together and say, okay, you do yeah. have extra funds. I know you've been talking about doing this. Let's mm -hmm. go ahead, because I had the savings by doing it um, before. Mm -hmm. Let's go ahead and get this trailer. And of course, of course, it wasn't as easy talking to him because he was he was the one that for what if this, for what if that, think this thing through because he wanted to make sure that I wasn't just talking and that if I was going to do this full time, like he needed to make sure. Yeah, he's a provider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some of here like, but I kept coming back with the rebuttals, and I guess I did a good job. It started booming um, very early on, thank God for that. Mm -hmm. I allow um, just my creativity, mm -hmm. as far as like Funnel Case, it was more about Funnel Case because Avery has a nonprofit. I too alone like to go into the communities and believe it or not, like a lot of people have never even had a Funnel Case or really? don't even know what a Funnel Case, especially wow. like that's low insane to me. That pulled the mic a little so closer oh. to you. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's a little crazy, I just, I've been to so many companies. I grew up in Catholic. I went to Catholic school. We always right. had carnivals and stuff. Oh, yeah. Funnel cakes were everywhere. So, yeah, right, right. But yeah. did you know about them too? I definitely. I told you I'm a connoisseur. So <laughs> I've had all kind. But I could see that um, just volunteering in a area that um, is challenged mm -hmm. and yeah. the things that we take for granted, they really have not had whether right. it's a meal you know um i volunteer at a a school just helping young children with math and the way they come in and the way they're dressed right, and right. just wow. those yeah. things that again we just take for granted so i can mm -hmm. actually see that yeah. so that's that's yeah. amazing exposure so exposing yeah. them to something they never had right. yeah yeah and then sharing the testimony um Serving the funnel cake, I'm a people person. I love talking to people, and I love sharing my story. Mm -hmm. But I also like encouraging people. So yes. funnel vision allows me to have that face-to-face -face contact mm -hmm. with people. Sometimes it's more like a counseling place for me. Right. But That's I don't know awesome. where God sends these people from. Because they come to South Park, <laughs> I'm like, I've met some of these people I've never seen before. They mm -hmm. don't even live in Charlotte. But they, the time that they actually come to view my menu, it turns into a wonderful conversation. Yes. And sometimes people don't really know, but they're really pouring into me. Because, mm -hmm. like, I kind of, mm -hmm. like, for instance, I went out, what was that, uh, yesterday? I was just feeling down about everything. I was like, man, you know what? I'm about to just go back to corporate world. But, no, my customers, <laughs> that sends people along the way right. to send me encouraging yes, words. And good. it's always at the right time and at the right place. So it's very rewarding mm -hmm. in so many ways, mm -hmm. not just the profit. But yeah, it sounds like it's like ministry, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. incorporated with what the, the vision that God has given you. I like that funnel yeah. vision, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that for... You saying that, that's kind of mm -hmm. how we feel about this. Mm -hmm. You know, we talked a little bit um, earlier. Um, you don't want to disappoint the fans, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, the overarching thing is that it's ministry. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, yeah. it's an opportunity even, especially, I would say, when you are talking about putting a nonprofit mm -hmm. in place, right. your mindset is geared in that direction mm -hmm. automatically, mm -hmm. right? Um, and traditional business, you're like, yeah, well, you're not really thinking about that. That's yeah. not really part of the business plan, right? right. But God has a plan. Yes, right. he does. You yes, know, he does. and that's awesome because both of you talk about your background mm -hmm. that 
you know, you you met each other, but you're both educated. Mm -hmm. You've put time in for your education. Talk about that a little bit. I, I guess I go first. Um, so um, I do have an undergraduate uh, degree from uh, Winston-Salem State University. All so right. So, yeah, I do have an uh, undergraduate degree in sport management. Um, but while I was in college, like, college was, like, one of the – it was the best time of my life, but it was also, like, one of those times where I really had to grow and mature mm. and become a man. Mm -hmm. you know, that's when my mom – my mom, you know, she um she lost her job. So mm -hmm. things really started had to play. My dad, he was only providing, you know, he was the only provider then. So my mom was like, look, I got to take you off that phone. You got to get your own phone. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to start paying your own car insurance. So mm -hmm. now it's up to me to, like, find a way. You know, I had yes. to start trying to find a way. Yeah. And then about, while finding a way, it got real hard for me. It right. got real hard um, finding food and you know, um, my mentality started changing. I was once suicidal at once, you know, and stuff like that. And I just remember, like, just going to church, started going to church, and I got saved in 2010. Wow. And I just remember the late Bishop Davis, every time he would preach, he was talking to me. And I was like, man, this guy, he is talking to me. Like, All these are business. my angels. Yes. You know, he, yeah. he, these are my angels. Every time I walked in there, it wasn't, it wasn't a church. It was, mm. like, these people are my angels. Yes. Like, they saving my life, and they don't even know it. Yes. And, you know, I just remember just sitting there crying and crying and crying every time I went to church Sunday. <laughs> and it's a cry so much, the people mm. beside me was crying. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think it's me every time. A brother crying, right. I'm like, oh, Lord. But I just really took a hold of like that journey of just trying to learn who I was. And I just really started reading books, more spiritual oh, okay. books. And I, and I started reading this book by Ayala Van Zandt. Mm -hmm. um, it's called The Message to the Black Man. And that's wow. man, it's it's a great book. I, I would recommend it to any brother that needs yeah. to read a book mm -hmm. and needs to pick her up. Or, and I read that book, wow. and it really I got never me. Heard of that. Yeah, I never it's, heard of it it's a great book. It's yeah, a great okay. book. It's one of her first ones, honestly. Yeah. Okay. You have to put that in the yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, I read that book, and that was like yeah. one of the first couple of books that I really started reading as far as spiritual. So then I was like, okay, well, I, I really like this line of work. I really like, you know. Reading, helping myself, and building my building my uh, building myself up. Building but I'm like talking up. to other yes. people and building them up yeah. too while I'm reading and learning. So I'm like, you know what? Nada went to school and got her master's. All so, right, now come on. I'm gonna go to school and get my See, master's you can too. Yeah, she did. She did. She, I was like, man. She get her master's. I'm gonna go ahead and get my I'm gonna master's. I'm gonna get mine too. Mm -hmm. And that's when I went to school and just got in pastoral counseling and life coaching. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah. That so. is terrific. That's terrific. That really feeds into what it is you're doing. Mm -hmm. Right. The vision, make it plain. Right. And right. supports the overall goals. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's great. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. yeah. And what I love about that is that. You, you know, we often talk on the show about how pain births passion. Mm. So you're not only coming from a place of, I want to help people. You're also coming from, no, this was my story. Right. Yes. And I think that makes it even more powerful yeah. when you're talking to a young man. And mm. you can say, I was you. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And because I changed my mind, changed my ways, you know, allowed God to come mm. in, look at where I the am today. Shift. So I think that's amazing because yeah. men need that. Young oh, boys man. need that. Because it's like we don't have nobody to talk to. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have nobody to talk to. Um, a lot of times, brothers feel like, you know, we got to hold everything in. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and sometimes we, we just feel like, man, I can't talk to this person. I can't talk to this person mm -hmm. because I am a man. Mm -hmm. So I got to hold everything in. But it's it's not a good feeling. And no. it don't feel good. You know? so that's why I love doing what I do. And I want people to be able to express their feelings, especially my brothers. Yes. You know, I want them to be able to express themselves because... I know how I feel to, to hold everything in right. and yeah. I feel like you just want to blow up. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, and I had a very um, uh, difficult conversation with a brother just a couple of nights ago because mm. he was at the end of himself, right. mm. you know, and knows the word, mm -hmm. you know, but it's like the, that young pastor that, uh, yeah, you know, that just killed himself. He was 
uh, doing a support group for people dealing with depression, but you know, it has no ethnicity, it has, you know, there's no prejudice involved. Right. And you get to the end of yourself and it's so easy to slip off mm-hmm. if you can't share for somebody to pull you back in. You know, it's yeah. So I, I hear what you're saying. For them to be able to identify that mm-hmm. is so good because mm-hmm. they need to see themselves in you. Right. And the conversation right away, I I, I try to set up conversations with some brothers right. for him to right. connect because I don't walk his story. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, you know, I'll make sure to give him your information too mm-hmm. because you guys need that. Yeah, right. you know, we need it. Mm-hmm. We do it at the hairdresser, but yeah, right. or at the front, at the front because it's gonna come out. Somewhere, yes. Whether it's yes. in words or whether it's in actions, like you mm-hmm. said, you know, it could be drinking, it could be drugs. Yes. But some, everyone is trying to medicate that pain. So yes. we do need to get people right. talking. Yeah. I think it it tends to be harder for men. You know, we mm-hmm. generally at the drop of a hand, I can talk to I don't know how many women. Right. But when it comes to men, I often find that. So how do you think? Or how do you go about, you know, within the nonprofit? I know you go speak um, at different events. How do you tear that stigma down that, you know, men have to be macho and, you know, they don't cry. Even for you to say you cry because right, a lot right. of men like, no, nah, you know, I'm strong. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not. Steve Harvey trying to help y'all out. He's <laughs> <laughs> so, like, cry, brother, just yeah, cry. Yeah. Get it out. Something uh, like that. I guess just being real transparent, just mm, yes. just telling my story, just being honest with them and just yeah. telling my truth. That's true. You yeah. know, um, yeah. I, I guess once I'm able to sit there and be honest with somebody, I allow them to then open mm-hmm. the door and be honest with me That's as well good. and yeah. start speaking their truth. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a firm believer, like, once you subconsciously start expressing yourself, then you subconsciously start to heal. You know, mm-hmm. you start you start the healing process. Mm-hmm. So I like talking to people, yeah. and I like people being able to express themselves to me mm-hmm. because they don't understand. Like once you really start to express yourself to others, and you start the they ex- start to express themselves to you, they're healing, not right. without even knowing it. That's yeah. right. But the longer you hold that in, mm-hmm. then you know that's good. It's gonna be a problem. Difficult. It'll be mm-hmm. that's yeah. Good. That's real good. So Naya, mm-hmm. Nada. I put the I in there, and I got it right the first time. But um, talk to us about your journey and, you know, what brings you to where you are right now, the the background, the education. And we're going to come back to you because I even want to go back further than that. Okay. I want to tiptoe in the back in the day, back in the day. Right, right, right. Go ahead, Nod. So, uh, I pretty much am from Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, raised in a single mom household. Um, mom and dad co-parented, I would say, consistently about the first 12 years of my life. And then after that, kind of got shaky. Mm-hmm. And then the last time before my dad passed away, I probably talked to him when I was 15. Wow. So um, mom pretty much did. She was mom and dad. No hard feelings for dad. It's just, you know, I think his heart was kind of broken when I left Oklahoma because I chose my mom mm. up over my dad. Mm. Wow. Um, That's a hard situation. Yeah. yeah. I actually never really shared this, but I'm just, uh, I was just speaking out. Come on now. <laughs> Authenticity. This, this I love that. <laughs> but I, I never really thought about it, but I remember, like, even before I moved, um, when we moved back to Charlotte, I remember the, like my final the final words that my dad said to me. He was just like, "Yeah, you know, when you go to Charlotte, it ain't gonna be no ever coming back kind of thing." Mm-hmm. I was thinking because I was I kept trying to come back and forth. I was playing the game. Right. Like I was like, coming to my mom for like two months. I'm ready to go back to my dad. Like yeah. you know, I didn't know what. That's I was young. Too, right? Yeah, yes. but he was just like, just know. Like, mm-hmm. but now, but then I think over a while it kind of played with me a little bit when I got older. So my mom, she we, we moved to Charlotte because she got a better job offer at UNC Charlotte. And she passed away in 2007. Mm-hmm. 
I would say that's when my faith grew a lot stronger because I was getting a lot of no's. Although I got um, accepted into Johnson C. Smith, that's the only reason why I went to Smith, actually. Mm. I thought I was going to hate the school, but it turned out to be just what I needed. Right. Wow. Look at that. Yeah, so mm. I decided to you know, go to a school that was local. Because mom worked at UNC Charlotte, I was not going anywhere where my mom worked at. So Johnson C. Smith was it for me. Mm-hmm. So she was alive when you know I got accepted, but then once I lost my mom, mm-hmm. like my whole life just really changed. And... As far as like a background, my mom was the type of person that always says that to me, like, well, you know, not I'm not gonna always be here. I've been hearing it since mm-hmm. I've been born. Wow. So if there was something like hard for me to do, she'll help me walk through it, give me the tools. Dad was the same way. He would he was real strict on me, didn't really understand why he was so strict on me. Like he would correct my grammar all the time. Like uh, yeah. he was very strict on what I watched. Like I didn't like a lot of my friends they tease me, they're like you never seen this movie? You never seen yeah. this movie? Like, because, like, I really wasn't, I came from, like, a predominantly white school. I went to private school majority of my life until I came to um, Charlotte. So everything was different. Yeah. Where Charlotte, they care about what you wear. I'm like, I haven't seen I had shoes. a uniform yeah. on. Yeah, I yeah. can relate to that. I I'm did. playing in a creep yeah. kind of girl. But my parents, they were hard workers, but they also taught me like to get it on my own and mm-hmm. know that nobody else is going to do it for you. All right. My mom was really hard on me. She was just always like my brother would be following me no matter what not. And when y'all get older, take care of your brother. Same thing. But all this is instilled in me. So I knew that once I got older that I wanted to have wealth and have these nice things for my family. I didn't really, I know my mom, she was, you know, she was happy at her job, but she didn't really like have her own. Yeah, yeah. My dad, on the other hand, he was an entrepreneur. Mm. He had his own, so he used to take me everywhere with him. Mm. And just seeing what he did for the homeless people, like he would hire them because he had like a, a, he had a moving company. Okay. So his way of giving back was the homeless people that actually wanted to help. He would, like, they became best friends, and we would pick them up, and they'd be sitting beside me. I'm just talking to them, and they're talking to me. And they're like, yeah, I'm, a, I'm just okay, riding with dad today. Wow. Yeah, so that showed me, like, giving back. My mom was always that giving person. Yeah. And eventually, like I said, 2007, I lost her, so I felt like I lost everything. Mm-hmm. And immediately, I was just, like, trying to – I was – like fighting myself kind of because it's like I want to go to school but they were like trying to tell me well we have to use your mom's financial aid so you can't I mean we have to go off your mom income so you can't get financial aid it was just like I'm like but she's deceased like right right so it does not make no sense and I'm crying about it I moved in a dorm and everything and they're like um until you get validated I'm like it's two weeks in I haven't even started school yet wow I'm calling I'm crying I don't have nowhere to go at this point because my mom passed away and it was just like right before I went to college wow so I'm like that's traumatic yeah that's traumatic so I literally lost everything and we we were very wealthy so you know like I had the house I had the friends we were out in the suburbs it it was great but literally just like that I lost everything wow so that experience for me taught me to make sure that I understand insurance, understand mm-hmm. I'm setting up myself for success, yes. understand that anything can happen at any time. Wow. And although she had what she had, um, that experience allowed me to kind of keep pushing. I remember I was like, I was in my dorm room, like, you know what, I'm about to just give up. But then I was like, no. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just like, some, I was in the room crying, and I just asked God, this, let's just God, just please be with me. I'm I'm weak right now. Like I had to just I had to be truthful as a moment. Yeah, like I was yeah. trying to be strong. Like I hadn't cried in front of nobody. Like really grieved from my yeah. mom's death mm-hmm. because everybody was always around me. But it was just that time alone. Yes. So I, I don't know what got into me. <laughs> so I went back to the office and I was yeah. just like, there has to be something y'all can do. I was just like, it does not make sense. My mom is deceased. There goes the death certificate. Mm-hmm. That's all I had. I don't know where my dad is. Like, they're yeah. like, is there any way you can get close? I'm like, no, it's me. Right. So, Jesus. eventually they got me in contact with the dean um, at John C. Smith at the time. And I was talking to her, and I was telling her, this does not make sense. And this is, at this point, I'm frustrated. So, I'm yeah. crying, tears are And I'm you're like, mad at the yeah. same time. Yes. Because you're trying to do something yeah. good. I have to be educated. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm not trying to go to the club, but right. I'm trying to How go you going to gonna hit me while I'm down? Yeah. I'm just passed. How you going to hit me while I'm, I'm trying down? To better That's myself. I had a speech. I don't know what came. It's just something just shook in the room. Yeah. Like, for the first time, I felt like somebody was listening to me. Not saying I wasn't saying all those things before, because I'm, I'm very respectful for it when it comes to my elders. But sometimes... I just have to be firm and yeah. just kind of let you yeah. know what I'm feeling. And I said, this just doesn't make no sense. I was just like, kind of like what you just said. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to better myself. Exactly. I have nothing. Yes. I'm homeless pretty much. If I go, if I leave here, then where I'm going to go? Like, right. I kind of just filled my it whole just heart. Was, you just laid it all out. Right. That's what you got to do, though. Yeah. So, yeah. it was the opportunity of my time. All I know is phone calls started coming through. All right, I don't know what we can do, but I'm, I'm going to call this person. I'm going to call this person. Yeah. We looked at some scholarships, and I don't know. Next thing you know, like, did they, oh, no, nah, you're good. Your expenses is paid for what? I was <laughs> like, what? Come on. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, she made some it. phone calls. With that being said, my mental was gone, like, all the way gone. Yeah. So, I was grieving over my mom, and they had this thing called student support services. Most colleges yes. have it. Yeah. So they partnered me up with student support services, you know, to get my mentors or whatever. So it, it was mm -hmm. cool. But I met someone else, um, a staff member at the time, and I forgot his name. Um, I totally forgot his name. But I had told him my situation, and he, he's, he's the same person. His name is Mr. Saunders, actually. There you go. Mm -hmm. He was the same person that also helped my younger brother when it was time for him to go into college. But Look at that. Yeah, I told him my story, and um, he was just like, you know, we do have a counseling uh, building right behind us. I'm not trying to force you or anything like that, but if you ever felt like you need to go mm -hmm. there, I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. Mm -hmm. I go to class, yeah. I'm daydreaming, I can't focus. Mm -hmm. So I ended up saying, you know what, I'm going to counseling. So my freshman year. Good for you, especially yeah. at that age. Absolutely. Yeah. Because the stigma, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, yeah. oh, you're going to talk to somebody about your yeah. mind. It's right. like, you right. know, especially in our community, yeah. there's such a huge stigma. Yeah. So yeah. good for you. So I talked to her, and um, that was my healing. That was the beginning of my healing process, mm -hmm. knowing that I needed, I, my thing, what I told myself, and I, I was just like, you know, your mom is still with you. She's looking at you, Yana. Mm -hmm. You got to keep going. And yes. at the time, I had a younger brother, and I knew he was looking at me like, what I'm going to do. Right. So I just used that as a motivation to keep going. And here I am. Now, I'm going to give y'all the whole life story. So here I am today, um, just driven. Like, I just know. I don't take no for an answer. I understand that no is just temporary. Mm -hmm. And if I do get a no, I try to rethink things and see like how I can get a yes. Right. But sometimes, you know, just maybe it's not meant to be. But when I say like a no, like if it's meant for me to have, understand that God has his timing. Yes. Yeah. So school was amazing, but it was my healing. It was also my healing process mm -hmm. for it. Mm -hmm. Like I started my journey and um, that's where this self-determination and the self-motivation really came. It's it was strong. I started encouraging others as well. Yeah, and you've been through. Yeah. yeah. With no burns. Yeah. You know, people are in, they're intrigued by that. You yeah. know, they mm -hmm. um, automatically, they want to find out what makes you tick. Yeah. And you also, when you speak to people after going through a trauma like that, um, your confidence comes through. Mm -hmm. I definitely you do. know, yes. they pick up on that. Confidence. Yeah, it comes through. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I felt like nobody was there, like I'm looking, like I'm in my dorm room and I see like people getting these big boxes of like care mm -hmm. goods and stuff. Uh, and yeah. I grind all through college. Like yeah. I had my job and I was a full time student plus ran track. So like sometimes I was like, this ain't fair. But then I'm like, oh no. I'm in school, yes. so, you know, I got to keep going. I so, want cookies. Oh, yeah. never mind. <laughs> but that's yeah. powerful how you had to talk and encourage yes. yourself. And I think sometimes that's how people, and I've definitely been guilty of that, you fall into that victim mentality. Mm -hmm. If you stay yeah. in that victim mentality, then you won't have the push. Yeah. But if you can change that thought, like, mm -hmm. no, like you said, I'm in school. And yeah, that wasn't even a possibility good. before. But it's now I'm right. living in it. So I have to shift immediately. So yeah. that's powerful. Definitely. That we do have to encourage ourselves because 
there might not be someone there. Yeah. You know, That's the Bible true. tells us that David encouraged himself. That's right. And so we do have to really learn how to hone in on, um, you know, the Holy Spirit that lives in us, yeah. you know, because that was him nudging you and giving you the strength. To yeah. And I think, too, that it's just so amazing that you guys found each other. Exactly. We're going we're gonna, we're to get to that story because I want to know that story. But you are providing that skill, that shifting mm-hmm. mindset skill that she developed out of trauma. Mm-hmm. You're providing that gift to these young men. Mm-hmm. Because nobody is there to teach them. Yeah. Their parents didn't teach them how to shift. Mm-hmm. So hope is kind of standing in the gap. Am I right? Is yes, that ma'am. a good way of saying yeah. what you do? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Um, you know, I, I really love what I do. Um, That's awesome. I don't do nothing for, you know, like you, like we was talking about earlier, you know, like the money. Right. You know, um, I do everything because I, I literally love doing it. I love to be able to go out here and help these young men, you know, transform their lives. Uh, that's that's why we actually have a curriculum called TBIM, Transforming mm. Boys into Men. I love that. So um, I, love I actually love going out here, you know, just helping these young men transform their lives and to help them become better men, mm-hmm. you know, when, especially when it comes to emotional intelligence. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. Yes. For sure. Um, <laughs> but, but especially when it comes to emotional intelligence and stuff like that. So, yeah, I definitely, you know, love working with these boys and mm-hmm. these young men and, and, and push them to, to become better. You mm-hmm. know? The success stories yeah. must really make you proud. Yeah, I, I do. Um, so, I was working with this young man. Haven't worked with him for a while. It was like after me and Nada got married. Man, when I say I was working with this young man, he was doing so great. Mm-hmm. So great. And me and Nada got married. So, you know, once you get married, you start focusing on your marriage and stuff. Yeah. So he was like, he had, he told me at my wedding, he said, man, you're married now, so I know you ain't going to have time for me like that. I said, man, don't say that. Right. I said, you know, just give me some time, but we're going to get back right. Man, this man, he took a 360 on me. And I would, oh, and I'd wow. just be seeing him, and I'd be like, but when he see me, it's nothing but the utmost respect. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, mm-hmm. because when, when I brought him around, like I used to bring him around, like me and Nada mm-hmm. and Carson, we take him to Carolyn. Yeah, you know he loved doing that. When I brought him to the house, he was like, "Man, he was like, Mr. Fossey, just stole your microwave. Just looked in the wall." <laughs> like, yeah, man, you, know, like, you can have that too. Yeah, you can right. do that too, yeah. Mr. Fossey. You ain't got no uh that metal stuff on top of your stove. I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, that's what's up. So I used to have just bring him to the house and let him just see Expand something different. Expand yeah, because I'm a firm believer. You know, we got to get these young men out mm-hmm. and. Young ladies too. We got to get yes. them out of their comfort zone. Yeah. Get them out of the hood. Mm-hmm. Bring them because I we did something at John C. Smith. It was just like a um, what was it called? Uh, it was like what's your brand? Not what's your brand, but it was something that we did at John C. Smith. We had a DJ. We ordered pizza and mm-hmm. we did a college tour and then we had a guest speaker and then I nice. spoke right. and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. man, and it was nothing but kids from Charlotte. But none of them have never seen John C. Smith wow. being on the campus. Wow. So it was just like, man, like things like that. That's what I love doing. Mm-hmm. I love being able to take kids out of their environment and bringing them to something new. Right. Because mm-hmm. I, I had that dream. Mm-hmm. You know, right. when I was little. I always right. wanted to be able to leave my environment and see the world. And I still have that dream. I yeah. want to see the world. Yes. You know? yes. Well, you keep so, moving, pl- pushing them. Oh, it's coming. You, it's coming. It's, it's, coming. Coming. it's definitely yes. coming. And you know, we can't be what we don't see. Mm. So that's good, Denisha. When you Talk actually see and like you said, someone that Vision. looks like you, mm-hmm. then that sows a seed. So sometimes we don't see we're not able to see the full fruition of it. But just like when the young man sees you and you have the utmost respect, that's because that seed is there. Yeah. Yes. You know? And so um, I just want to commend you for you. for that work and yeah. um, just being a single mom and having a son mm-hmm. and his father being in another state. So, yeah. you know, you can't be here. I just recognize the importance of the men that God brought into my life right. to help him be what I can't be. You know, I could be the best mom in the world, mm-hmm. but you can't be a man. Right. And you can't teach him how to be a man. Yes, right. So you have to have men that come along and are selfless. Right. You know, yeah. because if it was all about you, then you wouldn't be concerned about this. But mm-hmm. you decided that 
you know what, I changed and I'm gonna go pull somebody else. You're changing um, generations. Yeah. Because yeah. if you change one person, they grow up, they have kids, they can pass that on yes. to them. So it's it's serious. It and, really and is. It's, it's a blessing. It's something that we have to hold on to mm-hmm. as adults too. That's yes. right. You know, we were just talking about this That's recently so because, and I shared with you guys about the Institute mm-hmm. and wanting that to, to become what God gave me mm-hmm. when I saw it. And in order to do that, I need to I need to walk through some buildings. Right. I need to go look at Faith. some property. That's My right. dad was whenever we had a break or something, he would we would go to model homes mm-hmm. and we would walk through them. We didn't we didn't even know we didn't have no money, yeah. you know. But it was six of us, and you know that was an outing or whatever, um, to continue to stretch your vision. Yeah, you know, so, so that. It becomes a reality, something that you can touch. Yeah. One day I'm gonna have granite countertops. Right. One day my microwave is gonna oh, drop yeah. from right. the top, from the bottom <laughs> of the cabinet, and you know, and it sounds silly, but it's expansion. Yeah, you know, and it helps you to reach and make it more real. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm sure that piece of paper that says you have a bachelor's, that was something you pushed for. I, mm-hmm. I know that because I did, the, I did the mm-hmm. same. And many nights crying on my laptop keyboard for that mm-hmm. dang math class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I made it oh, through. <laughs> you helped me remember. There was a lot of curveballs that God would send me to yes. on my journey. So I love when God does that. So how about when I graduated? It was Mother's Day. And my family is African. So we had Nelson Mandela's wife come speak at her. And then we also had, it was African it was a whole Afrocentric kind of vibe. Culture. Yes. So I was really crying for real. I know. You were missing mommy. You were missing mommy. I was like, wow, nothing yeah. planned or anything. But I, wow. I just knew that she was walking with me. Yes. So it was, I, I'm sorry. Yes. Like, no, no. That's awesome, though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I that's... just knew that I was just like, okay, God, mm-hmm. I hear you. So from that moment, just that whole college experience, I knew yeah. God was just really real. So I was just, I became really hungry, especially after I graduated. Mm-hmm. So that's when I went and joined the church. And that's awesome. Real, real. Right. That is so cool. He made sure she made the ceremony because mm-hmm. he made the ceremony oh, all about where she it. was from. Right. Mm. That's yeah. awesome. He's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. He really will fill in those. He said, I am whatever you want me to be. Yeah. You know, so that's amazing. And it's good. Yeah. God puts people in your life, too, that push you, you know, because mm-hmm. even for to me, the struggle you. to get to with health difficulties and stuff to get to that degree, mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm not going to walk. It took me forever to get it done. Mm-hmm. And I don't really think I want to walk across the stage. I mean, at least I finished. My family about lost it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, yeah, going through this So, you know, to have people that care to push yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's a good caveat to like when did you guys connect? Yeah. Because you seem like the perfect like if it's mm-hmm. an outlet, here's the plug. Right. Right. So let's talk about that. It's, it's definitely um work that's being done, you know, yeah. with us, you know. Um, especially being, you know, two entrepreneurs. It's not yes. the easiest thing in the right. world, you know. Yeah. That's a but, walk. Um, God is journey. definitely, you know, he's he's building us up in certain areas so that we can meet each other in the middle. Mm, you that's know? good. But um we met in when we were fifteen. For real? Really? We met when we were fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you were in the wings when all this stuff was going down for yeah, college. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know I didn't know she, you know um she after what she was going through until like maybe like two years two years after we met wow so um but um we met when we were 15 i was working at uh carowinds she was working at carowinds mm. and uh, i was doing park services and stuff i was sweeping up and i seen this girl and you know she had on a little blue hat and she had on some white horses and stuff. She worked at, uh, she worked at, take notes. She worked at food and beverage. And it, I, the only thing I could really like pay attention to, I, I know that she had freckles, but then I also looked at her eyes, and her eyes was like real chinky. And I'm like, dang, she's beautiful, you know. And she had a friend at the time that she, I always seen her with. Her, um, her name was Toya. Well, her name is Toya. And uh, Toya was walking by. I was like, hey, 
tell your friend I said come here. <laughs> <laughs> they still do that. <laughs> they do. sweeping stuff and not to come out the back and we just started talking and she just like real cool it's like we already mm-hmm. knew each other you know wow. and I just literally for the first time just talked to her in the back of her restaurant where she was working at mm-hmm. and you know we exchanged numbers and we we barely talked like that over the phone and stuff like that and you know we would talk sometime over the phone like after school was out I went to mm-hmm. Olympic she went to Harding so she would call me or I would call her after practice and then we would we lost contact Okay. For like two years, but I would see her at track events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. But it wasn't nothing like real serious and right. like that. But um she stalked me. <laughs> Literally. You gonna get your chance, girl. You gonna get your chance. Don't worry. You gonna get your chance. Literally. Uh, when I say she stalked me. What I'm gonna I went to college and I seen her again at a concert. I don't know whose concert it was, but I know it was at the Bojangles Arena. And it was me and my best friend of ours. And it was her and Toya. And I looked back and there was nine. And she was, I think she was like in this red dress. And I was like, whoa, And I didn't see her again after that. Uh, I just know, I, I think I went up to her and spoke to her and Toya and me and Vars walked off. And then I found... Toya on Facebook. Like, hey, what's up? You know how she been? And that's when Toya told me her mom passed away over the summer. Oh, wow. I reach out to her and check yeah. on her. And that's how I got back into contact with Nada because Toya gave me her number. Oh, okay. oh wow. And um, started talking to Nada again. We just stayed friends, you know, mm-hmm. just stayed friends and stuff like that. And, you know, um, she ended up pregnant with my baby Carson, you know. Um, and I was just there for her the whole time. You know, I was there. Um, maybe before I went back to Winston Salem, I would call her up. You need some food. You know, I was trying to get in there. You know, I was. Yeah. To... <laughs> Wait, who was talking who? Peter <laughs> Facebook toy. Uh, she looked. She wanted to see how the story is. Yeah. She looked at him like, "What you gonna do?" Yeah. My brain trying to catch up. Like, <laughs> nah, but th- th- this is the part where she stopped me. Yeah. Oh, okay. She. Nah, she ain't stopping me. You might be sitting on the couch. Nah. Look at the eyes. Look at the eyes. Y'all need to see these eyes yeah. in the studio. Yeah, but, nah, but it was just, you know, one of those things where I just kept in contact with her. She kept in contact with me. Mm-hmm. She would tell me about her boyfriends. I would tell her they lame. Yeah, they ain't this, they ain't that. They ain't me. Yeah, they ain't they me. Ain't me. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm trying to get in. Right. <laughs> so we just, just kept being friends. And then eventually, you know, I was like, you know what? I started expressing myself to her how I felt about her. Mm-hmm. She was like, we just friends. You would never get this. You would never taste this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> is that what you said? <laughs> She's not denying yeah, that part. Yeah, that's what she said to me. We just friends. You would never get this. You would never taste this. <laughs> oh. I'm like, all right, well, guess what? You're going to be my wife, and we're going to have kids. Wow. So, wow. Look yeah, at right. that. No, we ain't. No, we ain't. Right. <laughs> okay. How many years later? technology so we can't really answer you right now but we will get to you at the end like we always do please share yes. let everybody know that this is going on we're having some great conversation with the faucets awesome. and we're about to find out some more stuff because we're going to get mrs faucets version <laughs> of the union <laughs> so he is right we did meet at carowinds and we can y'all and um we were 15, that is correct. He did go through a friend of mine, um, and he did ask her to get me to come outside. That's how she presented so, it like a court case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, is, that is true. We were great friends. Um, Avery's just always been real. Like, I honestly, and I tell him this to this day, like, I had no idea that there was a, something else. And he's saying that not I always had to thank you. 
And I'm just like, I never knew that because I was always distracted because I always had like a boyfriend and mm -hmm. you know, Avery was just my homeboy. Like, so he was in the friend zone for a very long time. Because like, I was- Not the friend zone, Avery. <laughs> like, friend zone. I mean, but now it's crazy because like, when I actually had time to reflect it, I remember, like, I would be talking to him about, like, some of my male problems I would have with somebody, and they would be like, yeah, just leave him. Don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> I remember. I was like, he probably was telling me that. I'm thinking, like, yeah, you know, right, right. He's like, yeah, because you don't need nothing like that. You need a man. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, it was him. Like,
Responsibility, I guess it allowed me to see like there's nothing wrong with it. You right. know, a lot of people, Absolutely. you hear a lot of people say oh, they got kids. I don't know if I want them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the third, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I was that person, so I know that's true. <laughs> yeah. But to me, it was like, man, somebody did it for me. Um, I looked at Carson, man. Me and Carson had like when Carson was born. Me and Carson not always say, "I, right, she ain't gonna respect you," because <laughs> me and Carson would literally play all the time like literally play all the time and still to this day we play all the time but now it's like I know how to because I work with kids mom pretty much since I left college I know how I know the first thing first is you have to be able to friend a child before you start putting on that that um that strong mm-hmm. I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. the discipline yeah. piece yeah the discipline piece you know so I have to yeah. come in and like be her friend I have, mm-hmm. I have to be her friend mm-hmm. I can't come in as a as an authoritative you know mm-hmm. and, and be strong on her and she don't even she can't she don't trust me she don't know me you know that's and true. I had to come in and be her friend and love on her mm-hmm. and just be there for her that's, that's my everything right there mm-hmm. you know so Aww. yeah that is that's so awesome. sweet you're supposed to be that idiot. <laughs> they just wiped off the God, God part of the day. Okay, so that's why I was just like, it definitely was not the plan that I thought. I, I, Isn't I that funny how you have a plan? Yeah. 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 Isn't that funny? God had a total different plan. Yeah, yeah. and he's yeah. amazing man for real. Though I don't know what we would do without him. Yeah, no, I, I still want another girl though. No, <laughs> that's one thing I don't want. No more girls. No? Lord, no. You want a boy? Yes. Okay. And because Carson, she's very dramatic. <laughs> and, and so is her mom. They are both very dramatic. And, man, it's just be times where... You would be outnumbered. That, that's oh, enough yeah. estrogen. <laughs> yes. Like, I already be having Carson go run with me. We go to the gym. I be making her do push-ups. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get this testosterone out somehow. So, so I just, I need a boy. I really do, I, because she say I don't know how to be like um, sentimental sometimes. Yeah, you know, like especially like Carson follow her, so I'm like, you like get up. Put all that crime, man. Like, I ain't trying to do that. <laughs> like her, on the other hand, she just. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Well, you like, play in your role. <laughs> that's yeah. that's yeah. what I was gonna say. You have to. That's why God really intended for two parent households, mm-hmm. so you can have a balance yeah. with yeah. both. You know, so yeah. it's so good. You know, she seems she's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's well behaved too. Mm-hmm. And the one thing you said that I think is very significant too to what you do that you can. Um, push forward with young men, boys, grown men, is that it doesn't have to be a biological father. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so many yeah. people, or mother, yeah, because so many family. people get mm-hmm. caught up on, mm-hmm. you know, my dad didn't do this and my mom didn't do it. 
But God is so good that he will bring other people into your life. You know, my mom passed away too. And so I can look at how many women he's brought in my life to be a mother figure, you know? And so it goes back to that victim mentality. If you keep focusing on what you don't have, you can't see what you do have. Yeah, you'll never get past it. Right, exactly. So because you were able to receive him as a gift, Mm -hmm. because that's what he was, you know? He didn't, nobody has to do anything, Mm -hmm. but he chose to. But you also had to receive that love. Right. Mm-hmm. And you guys have picked an incredible journey. I know we're coming up on um, time to wrap up. I yeah. can't believe time's passed so fast. It's been so yeah. fun. But um, you mentioned this when you started talking about how you guys met and coming from an entrepreneurial household. Mm-hmm. That journey was very real mm-hmm. and also very real for the kids mm-hmm. because children are more intuitive than parents give them credit for right. Right. you know but the the journey that you're on as entrepreneurs um to watch two adults try to build a marriage and build a business mm-hmm. is that's an undertaking mm-hmm. it really is so to me what from what i've seen um i'm not a relationship specialist but I will say that just as much as self-care is important to you as an individual, mm-hmm. every couple that I've ever spoken to that's had a long-lasting and been in business, they make it a point to make time for each other as a union, mm-hmm. without the kids, mm-hmm. without the business, mm-hmm. without the phones. Like you talked about a fast you're experiencing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just commend you for that because I think that's going to pour into the longevity of yeah. your marriage. And that's why I did it um, because, like, I, if you're I, willing to share, you yeah, can. yeah, I just recognize, you know, the the stuff that Nada's going through, and I want to be more of a of a man and a and a father. You know, I feel like that sometimes my business can get in the way. You know, sometimes I do feel like I don't put Nada's needs first or I don't put Carson's needs first. I'm always either putting my needs first mm-hmm. or my business first. Right. So I was like, man, you know what? I'm tired of like, first of all, I'm tired of going in cycles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the only reason why we go in cycles is because we're not doing something right. And God right. keeps throwing it in your face and you keep failing because mm-hmm. you're not paying attention that's to good. what God is throwing yeah, in your face. Good. And you only, you, you're not willing to, first of all, say, all right, God, deliver me from me. You, you, you want to live in the flesh. Yeah, right? So it's like, it's like, man, like I, I want to be, I want to deliver myself from myself. Right. Yes. I know that, first of all, I know that my wife, what she say to me, you always on your phone. All right, so the reason why I'm on my phone is because I'm marketing, I'm promoting, or I'm on Instagram strolling, I'm on Facebook strolling. So in order for her to stop saying that to me, I got to get rid of these tools. Mm-hmm. But in order for me to continue to, to do the marketing and promoting the things I need to do for my business, mm-hmm. I downloaded the app that'll do my marketing and promoting for me, which is Hootsuite. Wow. Yes. So I, know, Hootsuite yeah, so I was yeah. like, all right, so boom, I, I nipped that in the bud. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, okay, now my wife needs me in these certain areas and I want to, I want my, I want my marriage to thrive. Right. So how can I help her more? You know, I have to first acknowledge, okay, Avery, you do got some issues. Mm-hmm. You do got some things That's you need good. to work on. You know, um, there are some, your 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 language, you know, your mm-hmm. body language, the language that comes out your mouth has to change. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some things that you need to change in order for your marriage to thrive. Well, good for you for yeah. being courageous enough to have that conversation with yourself. That's yeah. right. Yeah, thank you. You know, and then on top of that, mm-hmm. to have it out loud right, in front of others. And yeah. do something about it. Yeah, because we can action. talk about it all day, but you put that you action. implemented things yeah. to be effective. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Because really, marriage is our first ministry. God, and then marriage, then business, and everything and else comes why after I feel that. Like we are in cycles because mm-hmm. for so long. And, you know, I apologized to her this morning while we was in the bed. And she was like, you're to sleep. <laughs> and I'm like, no. I'm like, it's like five, it's five, five in the morning. And it's just hit me, you know, because. You know what? There's some lady at five o'clock in the morning laying Wish, there wishing honey, her husband would turn over and That's say, right. you know what, babe, I love you. I'm That's sorry. True. That is true. So I was, I just, yeah. I had to. I just apologized, like, out of nowhere. Mm. It was like, now look, you know, I'm sorry. You know, 
about the things I've seen these last couple of days, you doing this. I know I need to put, I know I've been putting other things before you. Just letting her know everything, you know, right. because I, I realize, yeah. you know, I now realize. And I just want to be able to, you know, I want my marriage to grow, baby. Yeah. And I think the thing about me and Avery, we like real transparent about our relationship. Like people, awesome. they like even like our friends and stuff. They're like, you know, y'all, y'all this power couple. I'm like, um, the only power that me and Avery have is really just being honest to people. Like, you know how mm, people try to mm, thank you. Like, okay, oh, the show's over. The power is honesty. Mm. Yeah, I love that. You know how people just try to fake it and yeah. just like you know like. Even Avery, because when we fell out, he was like, I don't know if I want to do this podcast. Bro, you going to do this podcast. You know, we're going to have to work together. This is yeah. like early days, Yeah. But, you know, we're real and we're human beings and we like being honest with people mm, because so we feel yeah. like we're not being honest to people or our friends or family. Then they're going to feel like it's okay, like Avery said, to really shut down. And just know that there are resources in place and tools. Uh, something that me and Avery, I'm glad that you said make time for yourself, mm-hmm. but something that me and Avery do every week is at our church, we go to a Sunday Bible study mm-hmm. just from married couples. Mm-hmm. Oh, we are the youngest people in there. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. But, you know, Sundays we're just real quiet, just taking everything that's in. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that that needs to happen in a lot of marriages. Mm-hmm. Worth it. Like, investment. Um, You're making yeah. an investment yeah. for the long haul. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. so true. Because it ain't easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. It's not. But it's doable. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's a single sister, have some hope. Oh, yes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's coming out. It's definitely coming. Yeah. It's definitely coming. Well, I want to definitely um, post your information. I'm going to put it in the comments because yes. I want everybody to know how amazing those funnel cakes are. Thank you. Oh, could we and, do one thing before yes, we go? Can and, you just tell them a couple of rest, a couple of funnel cakes that you offer, the flavors of them? Because it was it was so <laughs> out of the box for me. Like I want one right now. Well, I literally like I have like recipe books, like over fifty different toppings. But I would say on the everyday menu, uh, we do peach cobbler, mm. we do red velvet, um, we do uh, s'more Avery. I named it out my husband. <laughs> basically, a s'more funnel cake with you know the marshmallows. The same concept of a s'more, but I jazz it up. I've never heard of it. We have a caramel. Um, uh, apple caramel. Yes, that was my favorite. Strawberry yes. cheesecake. We have the strawberry Come cheesecake. On, we have the regular strawberry. We have cookies and cream. Mm. We have chocolate chip. We even have a Carson special, which is named after my daughter. We oh. get up to four toppings any way you want it. Um, I have a chocolate mint one that I've created as well. That's awesome. Okay, you're killing me. Right. I have so many. Like, yeah. I could keep going all night, yeah. literally. Mm. <laughs> and where can they find you currently? Currently, you can find me at South Park Mall. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook. I post everywhere that I'm at mm-hmm. um, weekly. And um, right now, we are going to be hitting events heavy during this season. Yeah. So it may not be at South Park after September 30th, but you'll still be able to see our pop-up locations as long as you follow us. Funnel Great. Funnel vision, funnel cakes. <laughs> funnel vision, funnel cakes. Yes. And, sir, yes, your work and your curriculum and, I mean, what you're doing, how is how do people get engaged in that? Say they want to volunteer, they right. want to turn up, or they have a son that they need somebody to talk to. Right, right, right. Um, so you can find me on Instagram as well at hope for the number four humanity incorporated or you can just hit me up on Facebook also at Avery Fawcett. Um, I'm right now currently at the Betty's Ford Library um, teaching a curriculum called What's Your Brand. Uh, we are what two more weeks into the uh, curriculum. I have, so a, two I have weeks a class away. that's that same title. Yeah, teach the yeah. college students. So yeah, we're, we're actually helping young men and young ladies, teenagers. Um, What's your brand? Just basically find our own identity. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, but if you want to get involved with that, you can uh, hit me up on Facebook and Instagram. I do offer one-on-one coaching and group mentoring. Awesome. Um, we're currently working on the Transforming Boys into Men curriculum uh, with this community called the Gladedale Community. Once we get over into the Gladedale Community, also with the Police Athletic League, PAL, mm-hmm. once we get into these two areas, 
um, you're, you will be able to sign up. Also, um, <laughs> after we are done at the Betty's Ford Library with the What's Your Brand series, I'm going to be working to try to teach it over there as well, nice. which is a 12-week course, and it's pretty dope because yeah. like after the 12-week course, we do a graduation, oh, we wow. bring the kid, we bring the, the, the top kids back as ambassadors. Once they come back as ambassadors, now they're working as mentors and coaches oh, for the kids awesome. that are coming in for the next 12 weeks. Paying it forward, yeah. paying it forward. So it's, it's pretty cool. And then we want to do like, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll get to that second. <laughs> so after, so after, they, after they graduate and stuff and become ambassadors, we want to not only just bring them back and just have them mentor. We want to be able to provide like, um, not sponsorships, well, sponsorships, but internships okay. so we want them to have internships we want to take them on college tours and stuff like that yeah. but you know stuff like that costs yes. You know? yes so we're actually looking for funding mm -hmm. so that's why my wife just said tell me about your event we actually have an event next wednesday on the 25th at sports one at 6 30 to 9 okay. it's a networking charity event it's um it's 25 dollars. you can find it on eventbrite but we're we are raising money to be able to do the type of things that we want to do for our kids in the community. For oh, our that's kids. awesome. That Where's Sports amazing. One? Uh, Uptown Charlotte. Um, okay. Yes, yeah, uh, Sports One Bar and Lounge. Okay. Yeah, College Street. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Great. We, we awesome. will be there. Okay. Next week. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll have to do a shout out and make yes, sure, sure we'll do it on the um, in the comments mm -hmm. and when we post. In regards to this podcast, thank you so much for coming. It was amazing. Yes, it was amazing. great to talk to you, and we definitely pray blessings over all that you're doing, over your marriage, your family, your businesses, mm -hmm. everything that you're doing. We wish you the most success. Thank you so much. Likewise, you definitely. guys keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. I think this is excellent. This thank is a ministry. Y'all talk about us. And this is one of those moments where, like, you know, it's not just for us, but y'all are also giving something to, for us as well. Right. So it's like, this can be rewarding because you're able to speak to so many different people on so many levels. Right. Yeah. Right. We, yeah. we love it. Right. We, and we, we hope that um, somebody it. saw this or will hear and play mm -hmm. the replay mm -hmm. and completely identify mm -hmm. with one of the four of us at some point or another and in mm -hmm. have a shift. Yeah. That's true. That's you know, true. That's yeah. what we pray. I get blessed every single week. Yes. yes. Um, because you should always be in a posture to learn. Yes. And to grow. That's if you're so the true, smartest Benicia. person in the room, you're in the wrong you're room. In the wrong room. Mm -hmm. And age has, you know, it has nothing to do with it mm -hmm. age ethnicity is all in just listening to the story and being encouraged you yeah. know so i was encouraged on tonight and i'm sure our listeners were yeah. encouraged as definitely. well definitely um so it's a blessing it's a win-win situation it week. is please share guys yes. make sure you um share this out and uh we thank you so much for joining us you have a great night we'll see you next week yes same All place. right. Yeah, you can just cancel that. There you go.